This is Agronomy Moment. I'm Wendell Cohen. What is going on here? David, hey, what's up, Ringer? How are you? Good. Good to well, see you good both. To see ya. Thanks for joining us here. Is this what I think this is? It is. Are you recording a podcast? Recording. And you are live. I mean, you're going down. Uh-oh. So, like, the camera's picking up on everything I'm it saying? Is. Yep. I'm going to have to be very careful yep. with what you, I'm about to you say. You interrupt at exactly the right time or wrong, oh. depending on how you look at it. Man, sorry to interrupt. That was not my intention. But, yeah, but if they're know, wasting you... your time, their time, on yeah. your podcast, yes. shouldn't they waste their time on mine? Hey, what do you oh, got? yeah. Why not? Well, that's, that's Across the acres with Vex Hybrids. It is a fantastic opportunity for you to learn more about Vex Hybrids. Not only our customers, our employees, our dealers, who and what we are, our culture, and the unique things that we bring to the table. So I invite you on the yes. podcast provider of your choice to follow along with Across the Acres, a Vex Hybrids it podcast. And it's, it's a lot of fun. You do fun stuff on there, right? Well, thank you. I yes. think we do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We even interviewed uh, Bethany Gremmel here back in January yep. and Tim Newcomb the month before that. So we have famous people on our podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, the original episode was Corey Beck. And uh, hopefully we'll get Scott one of these times. But, yep. well, shoot, maybe we should have Wendell Cohen. Selena. Oh, uh, we should have so Nobody many, wants uh, to listen have to me. Interesting people. <laughs> have interesting I'm just people. This, I'm the agronomy type base type of stuff. So I just sign. I think he's pretty interesting, don't you? Well, yeah. Well, only because of the people. That's yes. right. We'll get you yes. next time. Yes. Okay. Well, hey, I'm interrupting. Sorry. You guys enjoy. Yes. Have a great rest of your day. And again, catch out across the acres on across a podcast provider of your choice. Across the acres. It's a Vex podcast. You can find it anywhere you your podcast. Absolutely. Good to see you, my thank friend. You, sir. Behave. See ya. Selena, Good thank you. you. Good to see you. See ya. See ya. All right. Welcome back, Selena, to this podcast on planters, right? Yes. Corn planters and specifically setting up the plant, uh, your planter for corn. And so let's share this um, slide and we'll get started. So the point here is to kind of focus on mainly the PFR, right? The mm -hmm. PFR proven parts of the pre-plant um, planter setup. And so we will dive into that a little bit, some systems practices on corn, and then we'll finish up with a comment about Clayton Stufflebeam and um, the experience we had at a planter clinic recently. Yeah, it was really good. It was so, really good. If you didn't get an opportunity, we'll put a plug in at the end, but it was yes. awesome. It, it was good, and if you didn't get an opportunity, we're going to show. We're going to give you a link to yep. a video you can watch on your own mm -hmm. that's put out by Bex. It's his last year's planner clinic video, and it's very good. Um, so let's talk about this uh, PFR. This last year did a return on investment by omission of a planning prep, planter practice mm -hmm. practice product type thing. I think I think if you want to hit on kind of your take on it. And okay. then, you know, after yep. that, then I'll kind of right. sum it up. So um, I kind of dove in here. If you look at this chart here that talks about uh, the multi-location success strategies, and I'm going to just kind of like point something out, like maybe these solid 
rubber closing wheels. If you would omit that out of all of these four strategies, the way I would understand it would be like a 1405 lot. Mm -hmm. But let's say you didn't do any of those other strategies and you simply had a closing wheel potential loss of just that by itself. There's really a $32 and some cents mm -hmm. that, and the, the kind of the point of doing that is just to kind of highlight is that one plus one plus one plus one does not equal yeah. five or four yeah. things type of thing. But um, adding those all up is much more success and profitability than doing just one or two or three of them mm -hmm. of the four. And so anyway, yeah. you take it from yeah, there. Yeah, the return on investment there and, and keying in on that and what what each brings to the table and uh, whether it be, you know, practices or um, and products, whatever the case yes. may be. And um, taking, you know, taking them and saying that, you know, because sometimes we'll get questions, well, if I do all of these, then I should get $100 return right. on investment. And well, I get that, but no, that's not exactly correct. So this study, I just really like how how they did this last year, breaking it down and omitting yes. one practice from from each. So you know, you can see all those comparisons, and um, you can find it in the PFR book also. But I I just really enjoy this this study that we did because yes. we do get a lot of questions about yep. it, and it just kind of focuses in on okay, well if you were if you were to omit omit one thing or like kind of on Wendell's point, if you're going to do one thing, yes, here's what, here's what, you know, to look at and here is the ROI that it could potentially bring. Yes. So, um, I, I just like how, how it's a, you know, not all the success yep. strategies are not a one-to-one, -one, right. like you said. Exactly. And, and so I think this is a really, really cool study. Yes, it was. And by doing this, it, you can, um, have a, what would you call it, a four-pronged success strategy by yep. adding them all together. Um, let's talk a little bit about, let's just run through the proven products mm -hmm. that we picked out here. Yeah, so uh, obviously these are some, and we've we've got a lot of a lot of good PFR uh, products, and, and these are, more specifically, these are proven, and our, our closing wheel system, uh, I believe on this slide, is the acres that it takes to pay. Yes. To, if you were to That's go right. out and buy uh, closing wheels, whatever. On a 16 row planner. A 16 row planner. Yes. This is the amount of acres that it would, corn acres, right? Yes. That's that correct. it would take to pay for that system. Yes. So, for example, our closing wheels, you need 109 acres of corn to pay for those closing wheels. Yes. And then it's going down there. We got the, the closing system, um, 541, the downforce, which we really like to enjoy. We really yes. enjoy talking about the two by two by two system, uh, disc openers, and then uh, the high speed and yes. and Wendell likes to talk about the high speed a lot. I like to talk about the downforce because of the uh, uniformity that it brings. And I believe we've got a slide coming up here, so I won't yeah. exactly uh, go into depth here. But I believe it's on a couple slides or slide down the down the way. Yeah. So. I like to talk about the high speed because that's exciting. Yeah, it's fun to go fast. How and fast what, can and, I plant like my corn? Clayton said the other <laughs> night. He said it's addicting, and it is. I mean, mm -hmm. once you go nine miles an hour and you're seeing per, you know, the beautiful simulation, then it's like, oh, I can't go five. But in all seriousness, I think the thing about high speed to remember is that you drive faster, and typically, Clayton said that when you get past like that six and a half miles per hour on your planner speed. Mm -hmm things really start falling apart at seven. Yep. You start really starting to see the seed bounce and all the stuff, bad things that happen. Um, and to think about what that speed could do is if you could drive nine and get an equitable 
um, result yep. of your planting quality when you have when you know that your window to plant is X. Like a lot of times you kind of know about that time, okay, now we can start planting, but the conditions aren't right. And then the conditions get right mm -hmm. and they have rain forecasted. Mm -hmm. And looking at high speed, 59% greater ability to, or more acres is 59% more, right? Yeah, I think I said that Yeah, right. 59% more. Yes. And really eight. no yield loss. Right. And, and that's, I think that's more like a seven and a half or eight, maybe. I can't mm -hmm. remember my numbers exactly versus five. Right. Um, so. It's uh, just a, it's just fascinating, honestly, because yes. Clayton pointed out, he's like, if you would have told me however many years ago that, you yes. know, we were going to have, the, we would be able to plant 10 miles an hour. He said, I would have told you you're yes. crazy. And I would have thought yep. the same exact thing. Um, but yeah, it's just come to life. Yeah. Really? Yes, and exactly. Especially if we look at, you know, more volume of acres in today's world, typically. And then it seems like our storms are more frequent and we have those tighter windows and when we can, when it's actually good. We can uh, so, capitalize, we need to capitalize. That's right. Yep. However, I mean, we could throw the negative side into to the point of what happens <laughs> when you drive high speed in conditions that aren't good. Right. I mean, you're just, you're compounding, you're taking a high powered rifle and mm -hmm. you're doing damage with it instead mm -hmm. of bringing food for the family table. So right, exactly. everything that's powerful has its flip side. Mm -hmm. However, I do think that the high speed has a place. It's hard to put acres on it because mm -hmm. how do you do that? Right. And yeah. So for the sake of this today, I just want to point out is 59% faster. And if you put that in, and I really would think it'd be neat to put that in a time perspective and say, let's say that you have three weeks to get your corn planting done. Um, or let's say you have two weeks. Mm -hmm. And it takes you two and a half weeks. Yep. And then the, the rest of it's going to be outside that window. You know, if you went 59% faster, you know, what would that look like to you? Right. How much spraying would you get done on top of that? That's right. what we noticed last year with high speed is how much spraying we were able to get done after we had got the planning process done. Like it just, it freed up time for other farming processes to be on time, not just the planning right. process. That's, so that's it's just a lot of things to think about. Dominoes kind of fall, yes. fell into place there, it sounds like. Yep, for sure. Okay, planting depth. Let's talk about that. Okay, so yeah, proper planting depth crucial with um, with corn and and soybeans, but just ensuring we're at that uh, two two inches. I don't know, I don't guess we didn't, I didn't put it on here, but yeah, yeah, two inches on on corn and just ensure ensuring good seed to soil contact. Yes, planting into good consistent moisture. Yes and um maintaining you know, that depth mm -hmm. and then to your point on downforce talk about how that what happens when you don't have good downforce to depth and so on yeah so um with the conditions we're dealing with different soil types uh, whether it be a bottom whether it be yes. terraces whether whatever the case may be we're dealing with soil type changes and potentially in our hills we're, yep. we're going to be dealing with elevation changes throughout the field so i just think it's really cool how the downpour system you can automate on the go and it, it's gonna change with your field conditions to ensure that you're getting a proper yep. uh, you know really uh, precise downpour setting instead of like our manual settings that we've yes. historically been used to um, so that's I, it's I think really that, cool with the downforce. And I think that Clayton in his video, if you all take the time to watch it, explains how he would 
stick the trial in the trench after the downforce. Mm-hmm. You'd run different levels and identify really what it should be medium or higher. Yeah. And what reveals in that is, is you don't want to over squish that sidewall with mm-hmm. your gauge wheel and not under either. And right. you have firmness there that's not collapsing because then you have dry soil falling mm-hmm. on seed, but you don't want it so crushed and smashed that you're actually furrowing. Yeah. And then those pockets, those air yes. pockets too. We, we don't want those air pockets. And yeah. if he does show that in his video, that's really cool. Really cool thing to pay, yes. pay attention to. Yep. For sure. Um, talk about date versus conditions. Yeah. So with, with corner, we want to really key on, I think it's, uh, that mid to late April timeframe. And obviously, um, you know, we're going to be flexible with that according to our conditions, because we don't want to go out there and just because we're planting at two inches and it's April, 20th and we got to plant our corn but it's wet or yes. conditions you know the next day it looks like they're scheduling a five inch rain maybe that's something where uh, we take that into consideration so just you know that's that's shown the best return on investment is yes. that april mid to uh, late april time frame and that little chart on there uh, the corn emergence based on uh, planting conditions is going to compare, you know, your darker soils, your clay soils, yes. and, you know, um, uh, gosh dang it, planting date. Yes. Um, and so you think about, um, you know, the later you plant, the probably more challenges yes. the plant is going to have to overcome. Yeah. You think about disease pressure is going to be yep. heavier on a later planted a corn crop than than maybe an earlier planted. So just things like that as far as agronomics that yes. can benefit the, the, the crop. And and weighing that risk up, you know, sometimes, um, you know, good conditions a little early can outweigh, uh, you know, a poor condition that comes that can happen when you start the monsoon season in May and, and you know, just things like that. And that makes me think, yeah, that point makes me think about getting getting the corn crop through pollination yes. before conditions get too stressful because the heat in that's, july and yeah that's yeah. the most important time in, in that crop is, is pollination so you know when the, with the earlier planting we probably have a better chance of maximizing on that planting date yes. by um and that kind of just goes into my more stressful conditions that yes. you know your plant's gonna have to overcome but specifically focusing on that pollination what about Dev, we talked about that just a little bit, that two inch mark, but help us understand why. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> we think about the two inches, like I said, we're going to have more consistent moisture at, yep. at two inches than shallower. Yes. And then planting too shallow, we could be dealing with really, really poor root structures. We could deal with rootless corn yes. um, and, and not setting those roots where we need yep. them to set. And that's just really important because it can, it's going to lead to getting your corn corn planted at the proper depth is going to help you agronomically because yes. it's going to be uniform yep. moisture. It's going to yep. be able to support itself because it has a good root structure. If you have rootless corn or, yep. you know, really shallow root system, it's not going to be able to handle a, a wind situation, a high wind yep. situation. So a storm, you know, you're better equipped with those roots, yep. um, with those roots setting in too. And then again, the flip side of that, we can get too deep. Sure. And, um, there we deal with loss of vigor, potential loss of stand, yes. um, and, and things like that. So there's kind of two flip sides there. Yeah. Uh, PFR has proven that two inches is 
your best step. Um, you talked about moisture moderation. There's also temperature moderation mm -hmm. as well. Um, when you get really cold at night and then you have that warm up, you can tend to swing the temps mm -hmm. further. And one thing that to remember is, right, once the seed starts, initiates inhibition of water, there is a chemical process that can't be reversed, right? right. It's like a plane that's just leaving the runway. There's yep. no return. <laughs> right. And so if we become really hot, really cold, those things all weigh in on that plant's vigor. Yep. And exactly. a little bit deeper, there actually can be a degree or two of temperature. It can make a difference between seeing the top. I, I can tell you times where walk fields and that growing point was right there. Mm -hmm. And you know, one or two degrees of temperature, a little more moderation of moisture, we would have had a stand. Yep. But it just couldn't quite do that couldn't because get there. it was too wet, too cold, mm -hmm. whatever. So moral that, of the story uh, here also is let's plant into some ideal, more yep. ideal or good, good conditions, um, whatever that looks like. Yes. And so we're going to get back to finally wrap up with our how put the boots back on go out to your shop look at your planner now mm -hmm. um look at especially it used to be a year or two a year ago i mean we were really afraid we weren't gonna get parts and mm -hmm. so that was like a really critical thing it's getting better but still getting out there and identifying what you know like clayton said you know your pl every planner that goes fits put away is in perfect condition you get it out and it somehow <laughs> between yep. uh october and now or last summer and now it has become and he Just talks about the monitor buried. situation, and oh, which yeah, sure. I think might be important to to say here is that you know you get it you, you get your planner going, and yep. what's the first thing that goes wrong in the field? And he said, I guarantee you, almost yes. every time it's probably technology. the monitor or technology or whatever. Yep. So just another thing to look into. Yes, for sure. So um, if you want, um, grab that link on the screen, type it in as you see it to um, Clayton's. Um, video on his clinic, his mm -hmm. planner tune-up video. And then below there is a link also to an agronomy talk paper uh, with more step-by-step more -step spelling out the different parts so you can read at your leisure or scan that code yep. with your phone. Mm -hmm. So we want to thank everyone that made this possible, the show possible, and especially Selena, thank you. Absolutely. And uh, we thank you for watching. See you next, next time. time. Everyone, thank you for joining us today on Agronomy Moment, a Top Ag Services production. If you want alerts on what we are finding in the field, go to topagservices.com forward slash signups to receive alerts or subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is our goal to bring you the most recent and advanced information possible. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to reach out to us anytime. We also ask you that you give us a like and follow our channel wherever you listen to your podcasts or watch these videos. This ultimately helps us reach more people like you. Hey, this has been Wendell Cohen, your show host. Thank you to all who made this show possible.
this show is over. See ya.